Hi, I'm James Kahn. I wrote the novels of Return of the Jedi, Poltergeist, Indiana Jones, and the Temple of Doom. Hey, I'm Yossi Charlotte Renamarcus. Hey, it's Tyler from Theory of a Dead Man. Hey, I'm Kim Coates. Hi, this is Scott Coker, president of Bell Story Monday. Hey, guys. I'm Canadian Olympian Lauren Spesselman. Hey, guys. This is Mia Kang, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model and Muay Thai fighter. Hey, everybody. What's happening? This is Zach Wild from Black Label Society. Hey, everybody. This is Devin Townsend, and you're listening to the Toddcast Podcast. Enjoy. The Toddcast Podcast is powered by The Pint, Vancouver's favorite sports bar at 455 Abbott Street and online at vancouver.thepint.ca. Now, here's your host, Todd Hancock. Have you ever had a brush with death where you could have, you should have died? You might be surprised most everyone you know has, or certainly a good percentage. Personally, I've had a few. I had a really close call with a black bear in grade six up in Terrace things chasing me and my mom was literally seconds from being smashed by a train dicking around crossing a bridge and and suddenly it's on top of me i had a really dicey flight between vancouver and calgary the turbulence got so bad that some of the passengers were making the sign of the cross and people are crying flying out of their seats as we're dropping hundreds of feet at a time very scary stuff and that is what this week is all about. You'll hear from 12 guests in this Near Death Stories podcast. It's a good week. If you like what you're about to hear, please tell your friends and share. Word of mouth is a big way we get more people following, more people listening, and we see it daily online with retweets and shares on Facebook and comments. All of that stuff helps out, so thank you so much. Coming up in about 10 minutes in Stop Me If You've Heard This Before, Bellator MMA fighter Carrie Melendez shares her near-death story as we stick to the theme of this week's podcast. That is powered by our new sponsors, FKP MMA. My little guy Levi has been going there for close to about a year now. He absolutely loves it. Mr. Franco and Jaden Martin, the owners, Maria, they're all super nice. They love what they do. Levi literally coming out red faced, just beaming about learning spinning back fists and kicks and punches and how to submit somebody. If you're thinking about MMA, check out Vancouver's number one training destination at fkpmma.com. Now, Corey Hart was inducted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame in 2019. 16 million albums sold worldwide, nine US Billboard Top 40 hits, 30 Top 40 hits in Canada, was nominated for the Best New Artist Grammy Award in 1984, is a multiple Juno Award winner. Wow, man, you're really killing me on this. Speaking of near death, oh man, Uh, have I ever had a near death experience? Yeah, I almost did in Spain, mm. um, coming out of a little greasy spoon where they sold fried chicken, and it was a very, very narrow street, and at the last second, a lady tapped me on the shoulder and, 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 and pulled me back because I was walking out onto the street with all the chickens because my kids were waiting in the car uh, on the other side of the street, and I wanted to rush to them to bring the chickens. And a car just whizzed right by. Had she not tapped me on the shoulder, I would have gone straight into that car. Wow. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, Yeah, I lost lost my appetite for the chicken, but (laughs) there you go. You could argue that the Smashing Pumpkins is one of the most influential rock bands of the 90s. They're from Chicago. They formed in 1988, almost 35 years ago. Albums debuting number one on Billboard, 25 million albums sold worldwide, and their drummer, Jimmy Chamberlain, shared a near-death story. 
Uh, geez, I don't know. I mean, probably, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, back in the 90s, I'm sure we all had many of them. Um, you know, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, back in my kind of less healthy days, you know, there was a lot of that kind of stuff going around, but we're not lately. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much, you know, straight, straight arrow yoga, (laughs) you know, gluten and dairy, no red meat, you know, that type of thing. So I don't drink. So I, you know, near death experience for me is like, I don't know. I don't, (laughs) hopefully not. You'll know Melissa Etheridge from a bunch of hit songs. And like the Pumpkins, she's been around since 1988. Couple Grammy Award wins, millions of albums sold, got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2011. Uh, I've uh, had so much cannabis that I thought I was having a near-death experience, <laughs> but it wasn't really a near-death experience. It was so just I really, really good weed. Really, you know, it's that, oh, I've eaten too many edibles. Everyone's like, oh my God, I'm dying sort of thing. Yeah, (laughs) I've been there before. And when you're talking 80s rock bands and influential rock albums, you'd better include Tesla's Mechanical Resonance, The Great Radio Controversy, Psychotic Supper, all three fantastic. And when their drummer, Troy Lucchetta, was a guest, he shared a near-death story. Yeah, I probably have. And, you know, back in the day... Uh, I mean, I look back at a lot of situations that I survived. Right. Um, that that could have been, you know, uh, ended differently. Uh, I had a friend. The first thing that comes to mind when I really think about it would be the closest near-death experience. And I don't know if I would have lived and survived it or not. But there was this guy, before, uh, I was very young, probably 13, 14 years old, and he used to hang around the family, and, and he was a biker, and we were coming back from somewhere, and he used to always get drunk, and he was, man, I mean, I'd be in the freaking car with this, in his truck, I should say, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a couple of occasions where, uh, one time I had to drive the truck home, and I was so young, I don't even know how I did it, um, <clears throat> but we were coming, and... There was a cliff, and I don't know, man, he hit his brakes and turned the wheel. We stopped right before the cliff, and I mean, that could have been it right then and there, you know? Yeah, depending on the cliff, so, that's, a, that's a game over. Yeah, yeah. When I look back right now, um, I had been with hitchhiking one time. I got picked up by, by a guy. The fact that I got out of that car was a miracle. Really? I, I don't even want to share the story. It was I was very, very young. And when I think back about it, you know, it's the stuff we read about every day, you know what I mean? Um, uh, I, I, I made it out of that situation. I've had near drug experiences, things that have happened over the years, back in the day. Mm-hmm. So There's been a few. Yeah, I'm very, very cool. And, uh, you know, I'm very... Um, God-centered, you know, and uh, very blessed. And, you know, I have a long list of gratitudes. And so I try to live well today and uh, share with others anything that I can that might help pick somebody up to move them forward. Musical guests of the Toddcast podcast are powered by Pineapple Sound, providing recording and mixing services for a wide range of artists and genres since 2013. Check them out at pineapplesound.com. 
of the winter Her body's like a metronome Oh, it's hard to find peace of mind This happens all the time By your way, thanks for days It's in the games we play that throw me off to you are This happens every single time me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast podcast. If you're a fan of MMA watching the fights, you'll definitely want to dig around at our iTunes page and find the full conversation with Bellator MMA strawweight Carrie Melendez. She's a pro Muay Thai and kickboxing fighter. We had a great conversation. Talked about what it was that got her into martial arts. Binge watching Billions, The Walking Dead, and Punisher, all great shows. Her first concert at Southern California's Wango Tango Festival. Watching tape before fights, legalized marijuana, which superpower that she'd want to have. An average training week, which is crazy. And stop me if you've heard this before, Carrie shared a near-death experience story about being hit by a car. 
Well, when I was young, I was, I think, five or six, and I vaguely remember, but I do remember that I was hit by a car. What? Yes, and I had a brother who was a year older than me, and we were crossing the street, and I was five, and he was six, so who knows where my parents were, but our our two older uh, (laughs) brother and sisters were there. Mm. We're trying to go swimming across the street. And he's like, come on, Carrie, let's go, come right now. And I was nervous. And I think if I would have went when he said, it would have been fine. But I was like taking, I just was scared to cross the street. And yeah. I got hit by a car. Wow. So wow. I consider that near death. Stop me if you've heard this before. On the Toddcast podcast is powered by FKP MMA, Vancouver's number one training destination at fkpmma.com.
band is Best Night Ever and their awesome song called Better. And they are playing the next Blue Light Sessions with the Toddcast at the end of the month, the last Friday of this month, August 26, at Blue Light Studio in East Vancouver. It's just 20 bucks to get in. You can grab tickets right now through eventbrite.ca if you'd like to risk it. I'm going to risk it and hopefully tickets are at the door. Well, there's only 60 tickets sold, so hopefully you can get in. But I would suggest grabbing tickets now, again, through eventbrite.ca. It's an acoustic night. There's a Q&A I will be hosting from stage. You get to ask questions as well. Of course, there's a full bar for 19 plus. Uh, doors are at 7 o'clock. Show starts at 8. We should be done around 10, which is you know, relatively an early night for a Friday night. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Best night ever is just an absolutely killer band. A good group of guys as well. Incredible players, straight up elite in our scene. I cannot wait for August 26th and we'll, hopefully we'll see you there. All right, back to more near-death stories, and this time from a handful of our past sporting guests. Of course, you'll know Ariane Celeste from being a ring card girl for the UFC. You've also seen her in so many magazines, namely Maxim, FHM, Sports Illustrated, Playboy. Well, actually, yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, um, when I was a kid, I was doing like a... I was playing with my cousins, and my cousins are their brothers, and they're very competitive. And I was the judge to their contest. And they were doing, like, who could stay underwater the longest? And <laughs> my favorite cousin, of course, I said one. And then my other cousin, um, and I didn't know how to swim at the time. I was probably in kindergarten. I, I, he tried to drown me. So I just remember, like, wow. trying to swim and, and trying to catch my breath. Um, and I remember it so clearly. And then my favorite cousin... <laughs> saved me so <laughs> wow yeah, that has happened <laughs> wow so i always make fun of my other cousin and i'm like yeah you remember that time that yeah, you no all doubt. Did that pretty messed up. <laughs> what does the name hillbilly jim conjure up for you he was a wwe superstar between 1984 and 1991 wrestling alongside hulk hogan andre the giant rowdy roddy piper brutus the barber beefcake Hillbilly was part of WrestleMania 2. His final match was August 31st, 1990 against Black Bart. Listen to Hillbilly Jim's near-death story. Uh, yes, I have. I, I was at a car wreck one time when I was a young kid. That was pretty pretty bad. My mother, my brother, myself, and it was pretty messed up. Mm. And I could have I bought the farm at that time. Uh, I think... The only other thing that comes to my mind, and this is true, I was already a big guy, but I was at a buddy of mine's house one day, and I, this is the stupidest thing, because I, first off, I am not a gun freak, okay? Now, we got this gun thing. I ain't into guns. I have some guns, but I don't do that. I don't hunt nowhere. I go to the grocery store to get my food. I don't have to hunt for meat, so I'm not a gunhead. But I was in his house one day, and he had a, this was years ago. And I'll never forget this guy's name, and I'm going to say it, but it's not going to mean nothing to you. His name was J.D. Pierce, and he was over in a little county called, called, called Emerson County. And I was in J.D.'s house, and he had a shotgun sitting in the corner. And I picked it up and looked at it, and just looked up, and somehow or another, I didn't realize the damn guy had the shotgun loaded. Wow. I, didn't, I had it up in the air, and I accidentally must have touched that trigger. That thing shot off through the ceiling. And I'm thinking, man, I could have bought the farm right there then, or I could have wow. killed somebody. Because he, I mean, I understand he had the gun there, 
and it was okay. But the thing was already loaded and ready to go immediately. It wasn't like you had to cock it or you had to pull nothing back or you had to take off the safety. So those are two things. That, wow. Wow, Jim. Farm buying moments by the hillbilly. You'll probably remember Ross Rebliati's gold medal win at the 1998 Nagano Olympics, if anything, because of the way everything played out. He was the first Olympian to win a gold medal for men's snowboarding, but after winning, they found THC in a blood test and he was disqualified, even though marijuana was not on the list of banned substances. The ruling, of course, was overturned. The day after he got his medal back, Ross was a guest of The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Yeah, I had a good one in Alaska heli skiing one time when I uh, I was on a really crazy steep slope, like 50 degrees, and um, it was one of those slopes where you, if you fall, it's just like jumping off a building, like you're not stopping. And uh, I was able to, I did a, ended up doing a, a forward roll, sort of, because it was so steep, and then I dug my board in sideways and um, was able to stop, but... Alaska was probably that was that moment, and then that's probably the the one I did see a shark a couple of times surfing in Costa Rica, but it wasn't like trying to get me, so I didn't really feel like I, w- I might have died. And Rally UHC Cycling Pro Racer Sarah Bergen is from Vancouver. She rode in the women's road race in the 2016 UCI Road World Championships. A couple top 15 finishes. She finished second at the 2016 Delta Road Race. She took on La Course a few years back, which is basically the guy's tour de France. She actually shared a couple near-death stories. Here's one of them. One of my all-time favorite trips, so what I'm not like doing the bike thing I like to kind of trop around in the outdoors but so so me and me and one of my good friends we were doing this kayak trip out North Vancouver Island and like the whole purpose was we went in like you know October shoulder season was to go kayak and there's like tons of orcas up there and we're pretty much on a mission to find orcas and it's like a multi-day kayak excursion up there and it's sick and we've done a couple of these before and it's amazing. Like, first of all, it's, like, literally the most beautiful place in the world. Like, water is, like, super crazy cold, but super clear. So you can see down, like, so far. And it's just, like, this, like, West Coast, like, magical land. So we're, we're up there. And, like, there's no cell service. And you're pretty much, you're on your own. Like, you got to take care of yourself. And you don't want to go in the water. Like, you go in the water, like, shit gets gnarly pretty quick. Like, really quick. But, uh... <laughs> The fog kind of, like, each morning, like, it's very West Coast, the fog kind of hangs low, and then it clears out to the day when the wind picks up. So we hear, like, it's foggy, it's still, we hear, like, like, and it's literally, like, like, whales. Like, we can hear them in the fog, and we're like, shit, like, like, get on your boat, like, we're getting out in the water, this is going to be sick. So we get in our kayaks, we're out in the water, and there is this rock, which was, like, a sea lion rock that we'd passed the day before. And I guess at this time of year, they're, they're pretty aggressive. And, like, they're not, like, seals. They're, like, freaking sea lions. They're, like, the grizzly bears of, like, the ocean. Yeah, right. So they, like, they pop up, and they're, like, their heads are, like, literally, like, twice the size of a human head. And they're, like, aggressive. Like, they, like, will, like, kind of rush you. And you're, like, shit. Like, these things are huge, these sea lions. They're, like, the size of your kayak. But in, in our excitement to go through the killer whales, we're paddling, and this rock, which is, like, I guess the sea lion rock, 
because of the tides, it's now underwater, so we don't really have the same bearing on it. So we're getting, like, really, really quite close to this rock. Yeah. And just because of how, like, the currents run, like, around the islands, like, whenever there's a current, like, the best thing to do in a kayak, for all those who are, like, <laughs> huge kayakers, like, you, pretty much, you don't want to take the current at, like, a weird angle, because that could kind of, like, you know, like, things can get gnarly. You want to take it, like, perpendicular or ride with it. So I'm coming... I'm kind of like, this current's coming, the whale's over there, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to paddle kind of like at a perpendicular angle through this current and then towards the whales. But the sea lions <laughs> have, like, organized, and I look back, and there's literally, like, a wall of, like, six sea lions, like, coming, like, rushing my boat, like, like shoulder to shoulder, like, tsunami of sea lions. And I was just like... Like, you and your heart just drops, and you're just like, wow, shit. Like, oh this is God. not ideal. So I remember looking, like, my buddy, he's like, so the sea lions are to my left, my buddy's to my right, and he's looking at me, and I'm just like, this is a situation. You can see it in his face, like, yeah, this is the right situation. So you just kind of like, I'm like, all right, focus. Like, you you know, you can't freak out. You, you can't really do much except, like, paddle in your straight line on your course the way you were going, like, straight through this current. As these sea lions come now and, like, parallel to your boat at, like, the worst, like, angle possible. And I swear, I just, like, like my freaking heart and my life, like, flashes before my eyes. Because I'm like, first of all, you don't want to go in the water. It's cold. And I'm like, second of all, you don't want to go in the water with these freaking gnarly creatures who are, like, trying to, like, create a tsunami to, like, wreck like, no. your boat. <laughs> I'm not going in the yeah, water. Yeah, so it's just, like, ah! And, like, maximum speed paddle, like, through the current, into the fog. Sea oh lions, like, you know, I was far enough away that, you know, it was like, it was just like you and bears, like, they rush. It was just like their rush, and I got, like, out of the way enough. That was, like, pretty much the end of it. But I just, like, sat there, like, <laughs> oh my I, God. in the freaking lungs, just like, doo -doo, doo -doo, doo -doo. Oh, totally. And then, of course, the orc says, yeah, the orc has by. I'm, like, having this heart attack. And I'm like, holy shit, that's, like, super majestic and crazy. He's like, orc is in the fog, and I'm like, I almost died over there. Like, this is. This is nuts. Yeah. Holy shit. I think that one's closer to death than, than, than the bike. Oh, yeah. It was real. Because I'm like, just the scenarios after, and I was like, I can't even think about it. Like, no. Like, <laughs> Red Truck Beer. You never forget your first truck. Official beer of the Toddcast podcast. And I play inside my head. Over and over again Imagine that the ocean would swallow me whole And I, I would follow you Down to the coast where you told me to go If I ever missed you like home
don't fit right anymore I'm slipping through the cracks of this old wooden floor And you promised you would never leave me Basically, that band has had me since note number one. They are Winter Youth, one of my favorites in Vancouver scene. Great song for them called Home. We've been supporting their stuff since they were called Little Crow. If you're hearing going like, why do I recognize her voice? Emily is simply one of the best voices ever. If you're even remotely a fan of comic book movies, the last decade or more was probably right up your alley. Marvel and DC just banging them out. A lot of really good stuff. A lot of great series as well, like Supergirl, filmed here in Vancouver. And actor David Harewood has been a guest. He plays Martian Manhunter. Um, but I was in New York in the Hamptons and uh, on the beach throwing frisbees about and, and frisbee kind of went past me and went into the water. And it, it literally looked about 10 meters. I thought, that's no problem, but I'll go and get it. So I jumped in, started swimming. And before I knew it, I, I really quickly realized that I wasn't getting anywhere. And I kind of, I, I kept thinking, I'm not getting any closer to this bloody frisbee. I thought, I'm nearly there. But I realized I'd been swimming and I, I was tired. And I actually got there and I finally got to this frisbee. And I turned around and I looked and I was about a mile away <laughs> from the fucking beach. Immediate panic. Right. Immediate panic. I started swimming back to the bar. wasn't getting anywhere. And then I just saw this lifeguard just telling me, swim down, swim down. Oh. Um, and I, he was trying to tell me to not swim into the beach, but swim down the beach. Right. And I was exhausted and going under. And I was really thinking, I'm going to go here. I'm actually going to go here. Wow. And I just kept saying, not, not today, just not today. And I was flashing around and flailing around. And by the time I got, I could reach the bottom, I was halfway down the beach from where I was, exhausted and just got out and just collapsed on the beach. I thought, I just said to myself, not today. David, you wouldn't believe how many, I've had, you know, in the last five years of doing this podcast, I've probably had somewhere in the neighborhood of I don't know, maybe 400 guests. And, and I've asked pretty much every one of them, I mean, 90% of them, this question. You wouldn't believe the amount of people that have almost died from swimming. Yeah, man. Specifically, you know, on the beach, you think it's, 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 it's lovely, but yeah. you, hit that, you hit that riptide, man. You, you know it. You're you not getting it. back. You're no. tossed under, you know, so many people have said they've been thrown under the waves, hitting rocks and shit, like wow, just wow. insane stuff, man. Like insane, yeah. like massive scars on, like with the singer from uh, Dirty Heads was was uh, on surfing, and uh, you know he got uh, 
tossed underneath, but his board came up and slashed him right in the face. He's got this mm-hmm. massive scar now because of it. Like, crazy stuff, man. Yeah, it happens. Crazy. It's so easy. Very, yeah. very easy to happen. You'll know Talia Paris as Playboy's Cyber Girl of the Year 2017. She's been modeling since the age of five after being scouted by an agency. Check out the near-death story that she shared. Um, I would say, yeah, actually just kind of recently, on the 4th of July, me and my um, cousin went to Ocean City, Maryland, which is super random, but my um, friend's in a band, and so we went to go watch them play in Baltimore. And they had, like, a day off, and so we went to Ocean City, Maryland, and we had, like, a couple of drinks, and we went, and we're like, what should we do? And we're like, okay, like, let's go jet skiing. So we go jet skiing, and it was supposed to be him on his own jet ski and then me and my cousin sharing one. And for some reason, they, like, overbooked and had too many people, and so it ended up being me, him, and my cousin all on one jet ski. Mm. And so, of course, I'm, like, I'm getting in the middle. Like, I'm way too scared. And um, so um, the way that it works is, like, they have, like, a really tiny, like, boat that you're supposed to follow. So the boat goes first, and it's kind of like a line, and there's maybe, like, us and then, like, ten other jet skis. Mm -hmm. So you all just follow the boat in, like, a straight line. And so we're we're driving the, the jet ski, and we're kind of, like, looking, you know, like, we're looking at, like, the scenery. It's super beautiful, like, the greenery. And all of a sudden, we look in front of us, and the little boat that we were following was at a complete stop. <laughs> like, it was just completely stopped. And, like, the, the kid who was driving it was, like, waving his hands in the air, like, trying to tell us to stop. But honestly, like, it, it was just way too late. Like, the person driving the jet ski, he couldn't have done anything. Like, he either could have, like, turned it and we, like, would have, like, slipped and, like, the jet ski would have, like, landed on top of us or something. Holy shit. Um, but luckily, like, the boat was at kind of, like, an upward position. So it was almost like a ramp. So we literally ran into the boat, and we jumped the boat, and we landed it <laughs> on the jet ski. Oh, that's and awesome. it was so scary. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, we jumped the boat, and we landed it. And, like, we, like, I was, like, shaking. Like, I swear. I was like, oh, my, like, we literally almost died. Comedian Von DiCarlo wrote a book called Speak Fluent Man, and maybe that's how you know her. Or maybe it's through her web series, Trash Talk with Von DiCarlo. Or maybe it's just through her stand-up. She's great. Effortless, natural, spontaneous. Um, Yeah, that's my... I have many. Um, God has been watching over me, and I must have a purpose. And, and I believe we all have a purpose on Earth until we're no longer here. Your purpose has been fulfilled, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. Um, so I have been blessed to be in New York city for a long, long time from small town USA. And I could give you probably mm, 10 stories, but I'll give you my nine 11 story. Mm. And I'll tell you, I nine 11, I had to get to Jersey and to get to Jersey. I was in midtown. I was staying in midtown and, um, it's the, I believe, the ACE line, the blue line. To get to Jersey, I had to take the ACE line at 50th Street down to the World Trade Center, then transfer at the World Trade Center to the PATH train, get on the PATH train, get to Jersey, um, Newark, Penn Station, get on the bus, take a bus to Hillside, New Jersey, which is where I was going because my daughter at the time, um, my, my daughter's grandmother babysat her overnight. So, 
Um, this is the trip I have to make. But this is, you know, early 2000s. I'm super broke. I'm still kind of super broke. I'm working on that. <laughs> As a comic, you, you kind of you know, stay in a certain pocket for a while. But um, I got down to the World Trade Center, and I didn't have enough money to get on the path train. And so I got out and went upstairs. And I was looking for a Washington Mutual Bank, which tells you how long ago this is again, even though you know when 9-11 happened. My bank at the time was Washington Mutual. And I did not have enough money to just go to any regular ATM and, and incur any fees. That, like, there w- it's unaccessible to get fees because that would be a 99-cent sandwich that I could eat somewhere for the week. I can't afford those fees. So I'm searching for a Washington Mutual. I find one, I take money out, and then I go purchase, um, was it still tokens at the time or a card? I don't remember, probably tokens. Um, either way, I purchased whatever I needed to get on the path train. And I remember um, before I went in to purchase the path train ticket, it was such a beautiful day. And I sat down right outside at where there were benches, and I was looking up. I was like, oh, my God, it's so nice out. And... Again, this will date, date it because no one wear watches anymore. This, this voice in my ear just came over me and said, look at your watch. Look at what time it is. You got to go. You're, you know, her, her grandma's going to kill you. You're going to be late. And I looked down at my watch, and it was like 8.45 a.m. And I went in, and I um, got on the path train, went to Jersey, got on the bus, took the bus to Hillside. I got to Hillside, and when I rang the doorbell and they opened the door in a panic attack, because they all knew my route to get there, they were like, oh, my God. I said, what? What is wrong? What is everybody? And um, Mm -hmm. they told me what was happening. I'm like, I was just there. Not only was I just there, I was just sitting on the bench. I was looking up at the sky. I didn't see anything. Everything's fine. You guys watch too much TV. And they brought me over to the television. They were like, look. And right when I stood in front of the TV, the first tower came down. Wow. I, I was speechless. I couldn't. Wow. I, I'm getting chills now. Like, I would never forget that feeling in that moment where I was just sitting there and that could have landed on top of me mm-hmm. wow and and the lives that were were lost that day um it, it will never emotionally recover from that and every year i see people um posting on 9-11 never forget never forget never forget and i don't do that because i like to remind people just my experience in my loss of my fiance when he died um, seven years ago, and I said I I like to remind people on nine eleven that we have the convenience of saying never forget once a year on nine eleven, but there are people and their families that have to live with that loss every single day. And you'll know actor Zach Ward from his role as Scott Farkas 
on A Christmas Story, which of course is arguably the best Christmas story of all time. You've seen him in a ton of stuff, actually. He played Dave on Titus, the stoner half-brother. You've seen him on NCIS, Lost, Crossing Jordan. He's had roles in Almost Famous, Transformers, was in Resident Evil Apocalypse, Freddy vs. Jason, and a lot more. Listen to Zach's near-death story. Yeah, I had, I've had a bunch of those. I had a bunch of those. Um, scariest one in a boat sailing from Australia to Japan in a typhoon, and the ship uh, submarined, and then when it came out, it, uh, it, it rolled over on the other side, and I got thrown out of the wheelhouse because I was steering the ship at 3.30 in the morning, and there was this tiny little railing made out of galvanized plumbing, about an, uh, about an inch thick. And I was going to drink, and it was uh, 16 foot tall swells, uh, uh, waves, sorry. And uh, just to put in perspective, if there's a one foot tall swell, and you fall over the side, I can't see your head. Wow. You know, you're, it's just no way to see you. So 16 feet, like you're, you're gone. Yeah. And you're, you're gone, and, the, and drowning is one of the worst ways to die. So I hit the side of this railing, and I'm, my, I'm going into the drink, and I'm holding on, and I break like three ribs. And I fall back inside, and I'm just like crying like a bitch. I'm 19 years old, and wow. I'm just terrified. And like the whole boat submarined. It, they're, they're not supposed to do that. <laughs> and then uh, my captain comes up across the gangway, across the deck of the ship, putting himself on a rope, and mm. comes up in the wheelhouse, takes the wheel, and I go back to the uh, bench behind the, fo- uh, the the map table. And the second I'm on that bench, I pass out and go to sleep. Like. I'm going to sleep well out. But it was that moment. Like, I was literally standing on the wall because when the ship went under submarine, it was all the way over to its uh, port side. So it's left as you're facing forward. Yeah. Holy shit. And it was dude. all the way over. And the mast was, we were all underwater. So I was standing on the wall the whole to stand upright. Podcast Podcast Entertainment Guest Visits are powered by Canuck Auctions, Canada's largest memorabilia and collectibles auction house. Find them online at CanuckAuctions.com. Take 
That band is called No Liars, and unfortunately, they are no longer around. An awesome song for them called Old Friends Die Young. It was the song that I was introduced to them by. They're the lone non-Vancouver band of this week's podcast from Victoria. And unfortunately, yeah, they posted on their Facebook page back in December 2020. This year has not been kind to many, and it's with heavy hearts that we're stepping away from releasing music as No Liars. We've had ongoing disputes with a former member, and we found ourselves unable to carry on under that name. With that said, we're thrilled to announce our new project, Poor Sport, with everyone. Maybe they'll name their debut Phoenix, or something like that. Something always rises from the ashes, as cliche as that sounds. I hope you enjoyed this week. They're super fun to put together. These themed and best of podcasts usually get more plays than our regular week-to-week podcast, so that's got to say something. Uh, My name is Todd Hancock. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, again, please tell your friends. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, also on YouTube. Comment and rate the podcast. It helps out with search engine results and whatnot. A simple search of Toddcast podcast. Well, before we wrap things up this week, check this out. We have three pairs of general admission weekend passes to give away to Ambleside Music Festival. Two stages, three days, and the best views in the city. It's the Ambleside Music Festival at Ambleside Park in West Vancouver, featuring The Offspring. Mother, Mother, Mariana's Trench, Walk Off the Earth, over 20 bands in total performing. The Ambleside Music Festival, August 12th to 14th. Single Bay Pass is now available at AmblesideFestival.com. I cannot wait for this weekend. Two stages, three days, the best views of the city. Ambleside Music Festival at Ambleside Park, West Vancouver, August 12, 13, and 14. We're talking Offspring, Mother Mother, Mariana's Trench, Walk Off the Earth, Grandson, Love those guys. Tokyo Police Club, Hannah George's, The Blue Stones, again, a great band. The Harpoonist and the Axe Murderer. Of course, you've heard those guys lots on this podcast. The Darcy's, Little Destroyer, so many amazing bands. Single day passes, just 99 bucks plus tax through AmblesideFestival.com or head over to our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter accounts and enter to win one of three pairs of general admission weekend passes at Toddcast Podcast. A big thanks to Jason at Audionautics for allowing us to use some of his tracks in this week's podcast. You won't believe this guy's page, audionautics.com. That's audio, N-A-U-T-I-X.com. Free audio, so many genres. He's just looking for a shout out if and when you use his work, which is more than fair. So thank you, Jason. Appreciate you letting us use your stuff. Huge thanks to all of our wonderful sponsors as well. You can find links to all sponsor websites at toddhancock.ca. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, you can for as little as 10 bucks a day. Contact info is at the homepage. Maybe we'll hang out, have a beer, have a coffee, see what's up. And keep in mind, if you find a business to jump on as a sponsor, you will get a commission based on the initial ad buy. Till next week, don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun, play hard, and most of all, believe in yourself. You've been listening to the Toddcast Podcast, powered by The Pint. 
Vancouver's favorite sports bar at 455 Abbott Street and online at vancouver.thepint.ca. 